Welcome to Keys to Your First Rental, the private podcast designed exclusively for soon-to-be real estate investors. If you've dreamt of owning rental properties, you're in the right place. Join Gabby as she sits down with investor clients who share how the Real Estate Bay Agency has taken them from confused to closed. From finding the perfect location, to analyzing rental markets, to securing financing and placing tenants. We equip clients with tools and strategies to make their real estate dreams a reality. Here are their stories. I'm excited for you to meet Demisha from Atlanta. This client shares her story and her pivot from wholesaling and trying to do it all herself to closing on deals. Demisha's story is unique because she was tired of paying for trainings and classes, and she even found herself frustrated with the real estate and coaching industry altogether. I want you to take a step into this fun and vibrant conversation because it's going to take you into the mind of a capable investor who decided to hire help and stop the merry-go-round of doing it all. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the story of another client winning at real estate. All right, so I'm excited that we get to sit down and chat with you for a little bit. Um, let me just turn this off. No, I'm gonna leave it on. Um, we get to sit down and chat with you for a little bit, understand your story. I really like to go into why, like why real estate, why you started investing. But before we get into all the things, can you please introduce yourself to um, to everybody? Tell us where you're where you're from and a little bit about yourself. Hello, everybody. My name is Demisha. I'm originally from Chicago. Well, not Chicago. I can't say that. I'm originally from Illinois. However, I've been in Atlanta for the past, I don't know, 30 years or so. Um, I I am uh, professionally, I am a pharmacist at a retail chain. And um, I actually got into real estate investing uh, aside from buying my own property, but I actually got into real estate investing because one of my friends asked me about going to a seminar with him. So I went and I think he was already impressed that I was like, yeah, I'll go. That's, that sounds cool. Let's go. Yeah. Cause I had already heard about real estate being like a very good investment uh, yeah. vehicle and stuff. So I was like, sure, let's go. So I went and the, <laughs> the person that was talking, he was talking about wholesaling. Okay. And when he was talking about wholesaling, I was like, wait, what kind of foolishness this man is making stuff up. Mm -hmm. So then they, um, they actually had a three day seminar a few weeks later. So I said, okay, yeah, I got to see what this is about. Cause this dude is over here talking about you can wholesale. And I was like, I know this is some kind of witchcraft this dude is talking about. <laughs> so I went for the three-day event and I was like oh I gotta hear more about this yeah because not only were they talking about real estate they were talking about you have to have a different mindset in order to be wealthy not rich but wealthy wow and um it takes a different mindset to do that so um and they they said they talk a lot of stuff about you know hey you know they're there's nothing wrong with the Dave Ramsey's and the Susie Ormans and stuff like that. You know, they have, they have, you know, good teachings and stuff like that. But if you want to level up more than them, then you have to have a different kind of mindset shift. That's so good. So I, I, I took it all in. I was like a sponge. I was in there writing notes. I like, it was crazy. I couldn't write fast enough. So, um, so Tell me what year guess, was that? Because I don't think I knew that, that you went to, you may have told me, but what year was that? And where were you at in your life where you were really interested in wholesaling? So when I went to the seminar, that was probably 2019, 2020, kind of right before COVID. Okay. So, and then, you know, COVID hit and then everything kind of went a little different. Yeah. But, um, so I had already had, I'd already, so initially I bought my own condo. So, um, and then I sold my condo and then I bought my house that I live in now, but I wa basically watched it being built from the ground up. So that's an experience of its own. Sure. But when I sold my condo, I, um, I'm sorry, I feel like I'm all over the place, but when I sold my condo, 
-hmm. I sold it to an investor. Okay. Um, because they said that there was some kind of mold or something like that growing in the vents and everything. And my real estate agent at the time was like, look, you trying to sell this thing? This mm -hmm. person is an investor. They're cash paying. I was like, okay, I don't know what that means, but okay, sounds good. I like it. I like the sounds of that. So we went to the closing table and closed on my condo. So that was my first experience with real estate. Sure. Then with buying my home, that was another real experience with real estate. So yeah. then I'm in my home and then I hear about the wholesaling and I'm like, oh, this is, this is bigger than I thought. Yeah. So um, meaning the industry has more components than, and layers than you initially probably got it. Now, did you, so that was 2019, 2020 pre COVID. Did you end up wholesaling? Because I want to talk about how you transitioned to like, I want to just buy and hold. Did you end up trying to wholesale as a strategy? So I invested in the real estate investing education okay. and I was like, okay, this is a lot more involved than what I thought. Um, so I was like, okay, with the type of job that I have, I work yep. retail hours yep. and, and it varies. So sometimes I work in the morning, sometimes I work at night, sometimes I work 12 hours, sometimes I work the weekend. So I don't have, I'm going to say the cushy de just desk job. I don't have that. So yep. when I'm at work, I can't be on the phone trying to look at properties. I can't leave work and say, hey, you know what? I'm going to go find this property right quick. I'm going to go check out this property. I don't have the time. Yeah. So stay right there, Demisha, because one of the, there's several reasons why I just love your story, because we're going to talk about how we met and what class you took that made you say, okay, I'm going to work with this girl. But one thing I want to highlight you guys that are on here live with us on um, Zoom as she recognized wholesale may be lucrative. This is what a lot of people do in it before they hire me, Demisha. They say wholesale may be lucrative, buy and hold may be lucrative, flipping may be lucrative, but do I have the time and capacity? And one of the things I teach in my um in our program is time and or excuse me, cash and capacity will get you to your end goal, right? So most of my clients, Demisha, have capital, not the capacity to walk down the deal. So once you realized, okay, this is like a cool strategy, but I have to work. That's my, that's my core client, right? You guys, my client has a nine to five. They have businesses. She's a pharmacist, doctors, lawyers, attorneys. So you, you guys are incredibly busy and you're a little bit above in terms of like the normal nine to five um, stress level, as well as demands <laughs> on your, on your schedule and time. So then you recognize like, wait a minute, I don't have the capacity, but you were still interested in sure. real estate. Can you talk about the pivot between interested in wholesaling, realizing you don't have the capacity and then finding me? Okay. So as I completed the real estate investing education that um, I invested in, um, basically it took me about a year because I was wait, still working. Wait, I'm sorry. How much was that? I just love it. <laughs> um, <laughs> So it was probably about 25,000. Hey, hold on. Hold on. I just got to, I have to, I have to do it to me. <laughs> you know, I love you. I have to RIP to the money. No, I'm just playing. But no, I just, you, you, so you took a, you, okay, guys, let me slow down. You took a class that taught you you pay $25,000 to learn about real estate. This is Investing. so good. You guys, she took a $25,000 program to learn about real estate. I have to draw the parallels because I was on a call today, Demisha, and I was talking to a lady and she's thinking about being on the agency. And I'm like, I don't coach you. Do I coach you, Demisha? I don't coach you on real estate investing. You tell me your goals. I go get you the doors. And so at some point, you guys on the call, you have to recognize, do you want to learn about real estate investing and become a realtor and become a lender and become a wholesaler? Or do you want the results of actually being active in the industry? So that is just a huge, huge comparison with other people's products that teach you about it. And then a turnkey agency, which is me that says, I'm going to give you the fundamentals and you're going to learn vicariously through working with us. But my end goal is focused on your end result, which is doors. 
So keep going. I had to do that. Correct. So um, now I will say this once again, they taught about mindset shifts too. Okay. So I'm not, I won't say it's a complete waste of money. However, if basically, if I still had that capital, I probably would have a lot more uh, doors and real estate agency would be still working like hard trying to find me more properties. Cause I would like, it would, it would be, it would honestly be like that. Yeah. But I'm not going to, you know, that's my journey. That's okay? your journey. So, yeah, no doubt. Right. That's my journey. So I can't, I, nobody can fault me for that. And I can't fault anyone else to say, Hey, you know what? I'm going to learn through you. Yes. Learn through me, learn through me. You don't have to spend $25,000 to get educated in real estate investing or go to YouTube university. Cause you're not going to learn it all like that. You're not going to, even though I invested in the real estate investing education, I still don't know it all. Yep. There are still things that the real estate Bay agency had to teach me, yep. or I still had to come to the real estate agent, real estate Bay agency to say, Hey, do, how do I do this? Can you guys help me do this? Yeah. So it's all about leveraging what you have. Facts. So, um, so after I completed the real estate, real estate investing education, I, um, it was during that time that they actually started talking about rental properties. And when they started talking about rental properties, they started talking about turnkey agencies. So my antennas went up. Okay. Ah, okay. I like the way this sounds. Okay. So when I learned just in general, turnkey agencies, what they do is they find the property, they rehab the property, they get the tenants, they get the residents, they get them to sign the lease, they do everything. And I just basically invest the money and I can reap the benefits. Yeah. Oh, we, we talking now. We're, we're really talking now. That's passive income for sure. Exactly. Because if you, if you look at it, if you're wholesaling, if you're fixing and flipping, rehabbing, all of that, if you, if you do your own buy and hold, you are doing the legwork. So yeah. technically, according to the e-myth, you're still a technician and or a manager. You're not being an entrepreneur. That's right. So when you actually can step all the way back and you're a passive investor, you are an entrepreneur because you can make a phone call to real estate bay agency. Hey, I'm ready to work with you, Gabby. I'm yeah. ready. Like, I understand the reason why I would pay this fee to you. Sure. Because you guys are doing the legwork. All I have to do is get approved for the funding. And you tell me when I show up to close and I don't have to travel. I don't have to walk the property yep. ever. Yep. I don't have to walk the property. I don't have to stop working to find the property. I don't have to walk. the. I don't have to do any of that. I just basically say, oh, uh, yeah, I'm ready to shoot my shot. Let's go for that one. Yep. Let's find. Okay, they accepted our offer. Let's go. Yep. When do we close? Like it's it's easy. I love it. As a matter of fact, even after after learning about turnkey companies, wholesaling, rehabbing, all of that stuff, as far as I'm concerned, I would like to be a passive investor. Mm. That's that's that's, that's, that's yeah, I mean the truth. <laughs> You're like, wait a minute, I'm look, I'm learning all of this stuff. And it's a lot of work on top of the work that I'm professionally, you know, licensed to do in, in my zone of genius, your zone of genius in pharmacy. So to be a pharmacist and then to pick up like what we do, Demisha, you you get to experience it, but what we do and how we serve on a daily basis and thinking about client, like when people think that it is very minute and it's very, very detailed and layered. And as a full-time professional. You could never beat me to the closing table because I do it full. It's the same way with right. pharmacy. If I tried to do pharmacy part-time and you're doing it full-time, you're going to win in, in everything. It, it's no different. It's just the, the hours demand. Um, the hour demand in real estate is extremely high. We work seven days a week consistently. But, okay, so that's too, I still want to know. So, the, okay, so there it was. They started talking about turnkey agency and rentals. 
How did you find us as a, as a company? So I was on Instagram and I think one of your feeds came on my sponsored feed and I was like, okay, let me see what she's talking about. Okay. <laughs> you know, cause I'm like, oh, she, what is she selling? You know, I, I didn't know. So I was like, let me see what she's talking about. And because I already had the real estate investing education, I'm sitting up there listening to you. I was like, oh shoot. Okay. Okay. She not just a pretty face. Sister, know what she's talking about. Let's go. Okay. So I was like, okay, okay. And I watched some more posts and I'm not gonna lie. I probably Instagram stalked you a little bit, but I was like, okay, I see what she's talking about. Okay. And then to come along with the spiritual aspect too, I was like, oh my God. Like every time I was sitting up there listening, I'm like, I'm listening to Gabby. I was like, this, like, this is anointing or something. I was like, my goodness, I got chills just listening to her and stuff. I was like, Lord, Father, what is going on here? So I was just, I was floored. I was floored. I was like, everything that you were saying was stuff that I learned. Wow. So I was like, okay, she's talking about something. Yeah. So, um, so after, you know, and I learned about, you know, note investing, mortgage note investing and stuff like that. And everybody wants money for their program. And I'm like, golly. And I remember. Yep, I was I getting ready. <laughs> I remember. I had to work that night. So I was like, you know what? I ate. I, I had my itis moment. So I went to sleep. I took my nap before I had to get up to get ready for work. And I was like, you know, Lord, when are people going to do something for free? Why everybody want money for everything? Like they say, hey, I got this great information and everything, but but we want you to pay. Bro, what is wrong? Like what who's doing something for free? Because you know, I'd already paid, I'd already invested in, you know, real estate yeah. investing. So after paying 25K, I'm like, somebody need to do something for free around here. <laughs> so sorry. I said my piece. I'm I'm just saying. I said my peace to the Lord. I took my nap. Oh, I love this part. <laughs> Woke up. Gabby was on my feed. Yep. I went to Instagram and was like, okay, what is Gabby talking about now? So I'm like, let me, let, let me check her out. Because I already knew Gabby was the truth. So I'm like, let me check her out. So she starts talking about her um, lender. Mm -hmm. Lander Linder, Lander, yep. Lander, yes, Lander Linder, and Gabby said, "You know, yep, I'm doing this, and I don't know why, for some reason, the Holy Spirit told me to do this for free." Yep. So I'm yelling at Instagram. I'm yep. yelling at my phone. You're doing it for me. <laughs> so I was like, "Okay, all right, Lord. So you heard me. Okay, I know you're listening for real. Wow, so good." So and let me back up because I love this part about the story, you guys. I don't know if y'all are getting it. Give me a one in the chat if you are following on, on Zoom. I know we got some people over on Instagram as well. Instagram, you're welcome to join us live on Zoom in the Zoom room. But give me a one in the chat if you, oh, let me change this setting. Because um, you guys can, there we go. Give me a one in the chat if you are following. So wait a minute. Demisha spent... $25,000 learning about real estate investing and you learn things and we're not taking that away. You, you got a good foundation. You learn things. That's your experience. It actually probably helped you with this rental because it allowed you to say there is potential in this industry and a place for me. So you learned this stuff and then you found after spending this $25,000, that was not with us. You guys, she hired somebody else and she learned real estate investing. She then finds us on social media because we are a turnkey agency and we teach well, we don't even teach. We uh, position our clients to have passive income. So they do very little to no work. And so she starts following our page on Instagram. I posted a class that I think was $247. It was a two or three day class for $247. And I think we had maybe like seven, eight, maybe 11 sales. So I was fine. I was going to teach the class for $247. But watch this. 
I got up and did, so I try to do the same morning routine every day, you guys. I get up, I do uh, my devotion, my prayer, and I had been doing this devotion and prayer, and God told me in, watch this, you guys, this is so good. Give me a two in the chat if you're following us. Give me a two now. God told me in my devotion, watch this, to do the class for free. Clear as day. He told me, the Heavenly Father said, do the class for free. And I thought, God, is that you? That's weird. If I do the class for free, now I don't care about $247. It's definitely no shade. But just to give you a little bit on the tech side, as an online entrepreneur, when I do refunds, Stripe shuts down my account. So I knew I had to do 11 refunds for $247 and they would shut down my online business. That's really what happens to us on our side. You, you guys may think it's something small, but they shut it down and it makes us look like fraud because we start getting like, because they'll say, why, why is this happening? And then we got to do a strike case, whatever. So I initially thought about the tech side and, oh, I don't feel like doing all these refunds. So I ignored the Holy Spirit in my ear. But wait a minute. Now, I don't know Demisha had just prayed. I need somebody to teach me stuff for free. I'm sick. Everybody wants to. I didn't know she prayed that. I never even met this lady. I did the Holy Spirit, that's number one, said, do it for free. And I thought, that's weird. I walked downstairs, Demisha, and I told my husband, I feel like God is telling me to do the training for free. And he was like, well, you know, do it for free. And I'm like, I just don't feel like dealing with all the tech side of it and having to go to like Stripe Court. So I ignored it. Then I log into my email, Demisha. Somebody, not Demisha, you guys, sends me an email that says, I don't know if you would even consider this, but God told me to ask you, would you do the training for free? I said, hold on. I said, <laughs> I said Brandon, I'm talking to my husband. He's like, what? I'm like, babe, what did I just tell you? He's like, you said, God said, do it for free. I show him the computer. He's like, oh, you got to do that for free. You got to do that one for free. So I said, I told her, thank you for your obedience. The class is free. I then go to Instagram. I announced the whole class for free. We had the highest enrolled for our um, for a two or three day class. We had, I think from that class, the investors that have uh, bought real estate is in the millions. And um, that is the most successful online class that I've ever taught. And so to see the results from that, and I get it, I got to meet you. So I love to just slow down and talk about that story because one of the things that you talked about earlier, and I love when my clients can appreciate that because it's really who I am. You said the spiritual side that I was coming, uh, coming with as well with the wealth. So we're talking about wealth. Gabby's talking about the word. She's talking about God, Jesus. And so that made you even more drawn to me. And then my obedience said, this is the person that I need to work with. So yes. I just had to... Um, Sean said, I think he's speaking to you again. What do you mean? Doing class for free. I don't have no, I don't charge for classes anymore. That was my last. Uh, I don't think I've ever charged for a class after that. That was my last. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure I never charged for a class after that. That was my last paid class. I did that one for free. And then from here on out, every training I do, every Zoom class, I don't think I've ever charged again after that. Okay, so. You got the class for free. You came to the class. You watched some of the replays, I think, as well, because it was two or three days. And then what made you say, I'm going to take this because it is a risk. Everything we do is a risk. Not buying real estate is a risk, you guys. And buying real estate is a risk. So what made you take the risk to pivot, to start to say, I'm going to invest in St. Louis with this company? I'm so curious. So, um, honestly, between your post on Instagram and then um, and then you were obedient to the Holy Spirit because I knew I was like oh God you in this your hand is all in this right so I was just like okay father all right I'm obedient because granted I'm you know we we both have our we we had our times of doing stuff and being on the straight and narrow and sometimes you know you gotta you gotta pull you back on the right track yeah so I'm 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 on the right track and I'm getting there and I'm like Lord you know I was feeling very defeated at the time mm. so I was just like man I can't believe I spent this money I ain't got no deal I, I don't have this and with the program they had coaching and stuff like that and they're like, oh yeah, all these people doing deals. And I'm like, well, shoot, where my deal at? What happened to my deal? 
And I'm like, oh, because I, I can't find, like, I got to do the market research to find the property. I don't have time for that. I got to call sellers and I got to, you know, talk to them and, you know, and believe it or not, y'all, I'm really not like a, I'm a people person, but I'm kind of like a extroverted introvert. Dang. So you are too? Yes. I'm an introvert, Demisha. I'm like, I do my int- extroverted stuff when I have to, but I'll be at the house. I don't like. Mm-mm. Okay. That's, I'm not going to lie. That's news to me. I never would have thought that. Okay. Everybody says that. <laughs> I, I never, never. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they're talking about, hey, you got to build rapport. And I'm sitting up there like, Lord, have mercy. Jesus, <laughs> on my soul. I got to build rapport. Like it's, it's, it's challenging to a certain extent unless there's some kind of connection. I'm not gonna lie, I felt the connection. I was like, okay, Gabby, real estate, ba- hey, I feel the connection. And I'm like, okay. And there's some things that Gabby called me out on. She was in my face about it. And I was like, okay, father, yes, I'm, I'm okay. I'm gonna tighten that up. I'm gonna do better with that. So, but I was like, but she didn't, she wasn't, she wasn't beating me down or anything like that. She was saying it in love. She was like, look, I have to say it. I have to say it. Yeah. So I was like, okay, she's obedient. Okay, I know she's praying. And if she's not, I know I'm praying. Yeah. So um, this this has to be something right here. This this is some kind of connection right here. So I was like, I'm going to have to make this move. So I, I, I attended the Land Your Lender and the connection just got even stronger. And at the end, it's like, okay, hey, if you want to be um, a client for Real Estate Bay Agency, basically fill out this paperwork, we'll be in touch. Yep. Cool. And I remember telling my mom, who was also a very, very praying, praying woman, okay? I was like, mom, I don't know what's going on, but when I tell you, God is moving in this, <laughs> okay? She was like, well, you know, have God moving you, go ahead. You know, if you feel it, you know, I, I trust. So I was like, okay. So completed the, the paperwork and got a call from Gabby. Yep. <laughs> and we had our conversation. So that's when I told her about how she did the class free for me. Maybe some other people. I know I can't take all the favor, but that's okay. <laughs> I like to call it all my favor. I, you know, whatever. God has favored everyone. I get it. But for this particular situation, the story I'm going to tell is God favored me. Okay. Right. So, and like, even on the phone, Gabby and I, I understand we, w- we were working against time. So we were trying to handle business. Hey, okay. I need you to get this done. To get this done. Can you do this? Can you do this? But it still was genuine. It was still like wholesome. I, I could feel the connection. And I told Gabby about how she did the class free for me. And Gabby was like, whoa, I cannot believe you said that. And I'm like, I'm telling you, okay. So I just wanted to make sure that you knew that we both knew you were being obedient, okay? Right. So I was like, this is classic. Love it, love it. So I was like, we, I think we hit it off very, very well. And we, we moved on from there. And I became a client. Yep, exactly. I love it, you guys. Um, Yep, she had her. So I try to do sales calls or strategy calls, get to know people that are interested in investing with us. So you fill out a form, we read over, we decide if we make sense for us to work together because we are premium priced. It's intentional. I'm not going to move down in my price. In fact, my price just went up last month. So uh, because I know the level of service that we do and I know how long we retain clients. You work with us for over 12 months. And then even after that, you go into an alumni state. If you need, if Demisha needs anything in three years, she's going to call the agency first, right? Or you're going to be like, hey, my tenant, she's not answering the phone. We're going to go by the house ourselves, right? Because we know the tenant, we know the house, we know the street, we know the mayor of that municipality. And so we advocate on behalf of our clients indefinitely. Like this isn't something to where you buy a house and good luck, Chuck, we become your, especially for my clients that are um, long distance. So in on all my clients, we have clients in St. Louis too. So you decided to move forward with the agency. You completed your um, funding. Now the funding came, I like to talk about this too a little bit because some people think they got to go get the funding and then come back to me. 
you got the funding, which 99.9% of my clients start in the process with us. And then my funders meet you and you get the funding from my, from my lenders. My lenders will give you guys 75 to 80% of the loan. So that means if you're buying a $60,000 property, my lender is going to give you 80% of that. You're going to come to the table with the remaining 20. So you were able to meet one of our lenders. Which one did you choose? I can't remember. Chris. So I started with uh, Reddish Bull and then I... This girl is so it was it was it was challenging and yeah. I was like okay Lord you my patience being tested right now so I spoke with my real estate agent at the time she said hey did you get pre-approved for your funding I was like I'm still having to resubmit paperwork that I submitted prior I don't know what's going on I'm not hearing anything she said hey why don't you do this why don't you reach out to this other lender. Yep. So I contacted Chris Mills with People's National Bank. Yep. When I tell you, sir, move so fast, I was like, dang, it was only a week, I believe. And Chris was like, yeah, you're pre-approved. I sent the letter over and I sent it over to the real estate bay agency. So they'll start working on your property shortly. And yep. I was like, dang, that was so fast. And, and maybe some of it was fast because I had already had the paperwork for the other yes. um, lender that, just frustrated the the Process. best out of me so I was just like yeah I ain't gonna have me in here cussing but I'm, I'm just gonna go ahead and move on with Chris Chris is ready to go because I don't need any foolishness when it comes to time to close I'm gonna be ready to close exactly, exactly. so so with the pre-approval process the way Chris handled the stuff Chris was on top of everything yep. so I was like oh we're not gonna have no problems closing with Chris we're gonna keep this moving <laughs> so so I love that because let me talk about that a little bit with our lender process. We have, I think, three, maybe four, four lenders right now. So when you guys join us, if you're joining us or thinking about joining us as a client, you may get over to Andy and be like, eh, but somebody else may kill it with Andy. So it's really about personality. And it's also about you guys when you're working with that particular lender, what they have on their plate at the time. So we put lenders like in the back because they're like, okay, they're transitioning and doing something in their company. Let's use these two lenders at, at the time. And so, or at this particular time and the process with the real estate bay agency is very unique because you're not going to be out there in limbo for long. So although that particular lender is like, what's going on? Why is it taking so long? We check in, like, are you done? You say, no, I'm struggling. We're going to pivot you immediately because the clock is ticking and not our clock. We don't start our process with you until you're funded. So you're not funded. You're not starting with us. And then a two months go by and you're waiting for funding and your time is ticking. We don't start working on your file until you're fully 100% funded. And then we start working on your investment goals. So once we realize, okay, this lender isn't the best fit, we pivoted. And like you said, Chris is incredibly fast. We have some other fast ones now in the agency since after you've closed. And um, he got you the pre-approval. The lenders work um, alongside us. They let us know where the files are. They let us know pretty much everything. It's really, really a cohesive process when we have the right lenders in place. So you got the lending from our um, agency. You got the lender from our agency. Then we started shopping for deals. We assigned you Danielle. I just felt like in terms of personality, you're really bubbly and light. She has the same personality. Um, she's very thorough, very serious about real estate. I just thought it would be a perfect fit. So this is the time in the process, guys, where I think she's on step number three, where you get realtor assignment. So you're now going to have a personal realtor that is assigned to you to shop on your behalf, to answer your calls and emails throughout your time. You're still going to have access to the CEO chats and, and chatting with me and coaching on a larger scale, but you need one-on-one in order to execute at a high level. That's another thing that makes us unique. There's not a bunch of realtors out there just like, I think we are working, like you get a specific human being and you get their phone number and their email. So you got a chance to meet Danielle. And then we started shopping for your deal. I think we, once we started shopping, we pretty much found you your house pretty, pretty fairly easily. Um, do you remember what you closed at uh, for your property? How much you bought the house for? $68,000. Yep, $68,000. And um, do you remember, well, I'm sure you do, but your tenant is in place paying how much? 1035. 
$1,035. I, I absolutely love four-figure rent. One of the other things that I love about your house is because you're in Berkeley, Missouri. And so in Berkeley, we've personally flipped a little under a million dollars right around. I'm not exaggerating. I can walk to my flips. And so what happens, you guys, when we when my agency flips various uh, areas, exactly, JoJo, um, and the equity goes up in the areas, she may have closed at 68,000, the value is 68, but as those flips continue to come and flower out of that area, her equity goes up. The second thing I love about where she bought, we bought a lot of houses in Berkeley, is that Amazon has a 10-year plan for Berkeley. So there's a street called Airport Road, and people think it's just going to be beauty supplies forever, and it is not. Amazon is right up the street, and they absolutely have a plan, and we talk to the police department all the time. They're exploring and pulling back on Berkeley to where, Demisha, if your house is here, Airport Road is here, Amazon is like up here. So all of that equity and as, as Amazon continues to develop in the city, it's going to give your house higher value because we know, if we don't know anything else, we know that when white men buy real estate, they usually buy it right. So when Jeff mm -hmm. Bezos decided to buy in Berkeley, Missouri, there's something happening to the area where he's going to slam dunk it. And we want to come right up, up underneath that so that we can get the windfall of the cash flow. Okay. Right. <laughs> Just right. That's what I got to say about. Um, I love it. Yeah, she's right up the street from, like, literally, I would say a mile from Amazon, maybe a mile. Yep. So super cool. Um. So we got the tenant in place. The tenant, no, the tenant. You inherited the tenant. How did you feel about coming into a property and you already had a tenant in place? Did you like that? Were you nervous? Okay, so Danielle sent me the email about the property. She sent me the address. I don't even know, even know if I looked at the property first. I read the specs on the property and I was like, okay, 68, okay. Three bedroom, one bath, okay. Section eight, oh, that's guaranteed money. <laughs> so um, I probably took off and ran around my living room for, I don't know, 20 minutes or so. And then I came back and I was like, okay, let me go ahead and actually look at the house too. And I flipped through the pictures and I was like, okay, everything looks good. Okay. The systems looks pretty, you know, pristine and everything. And then when you guys walked the property, I was like, oh yeah, yeah. That, that looks like new systems right there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We, we, we're, we're cooking with grease now. Yes. Let's go. And um, the one thing about, I will say about real estate Bay agency they do not play games, okay? So you need to make sure that you on your email, you answer your phone. Now, I'm not gonna lie, I don't have a whole lot of time, but I made sure I put my phone on emergency. If anybody from Real Estate Bay Agency calls me, I, excuse me, I have to take this call. Yep. And um, hopefully I'm not giving anybody immunization because that may be a little different, but, um, but I have to take the call. And as soon as Danielle sent the information, I responded back immediately. I don't even think it was 10 minutes. And I was like, let's go, pull the yeah. trigger. So um, so yeah, section eight, I was like, yep, that's guaranteed. Okay. Because that is one thing that I did learn with the real estate investing company um, that if it's section eight, that's guaranteed. That's right. So even COVID hits and stuff like that, you're still getting paid. So as soon as I saw section eight, I probably, that's probably why I almost didn't look at the property because I was like, go, go, go. Let me ask this in the chat. You guys give me a two in the chat. If you are thinking about being an investor or expanding your investments and you would like section eight, because I want to give you guys a quick nugget that I love to use. Give me a two in the chat. If you are thinking about being an investor, you like section eight, you're thinking about leveraging section eight. We got Adam that says, yes. Y'all better two it up. Beverly Sean. Okay, great. So one of the other cool things, there we go. There we go. Some people are sending them direct. Um, some, one of the other cool things that's really good about section eight is once a year, they allow their landlords, right. To ask for a rental increase from the government up to 7%. So all Demisha has to do, and I need to send you this paperwork because yours, um, we were just on a section eight call and we got the new schedule. Um, let me email that to myself while we talk. Um, 
because I don't want to forget. Uh oh. So once a year, you're going to be able to email Section A. You're going to send in an email request. It's a templated piece of paper. Let me see. Thank you, JoJo. Can you tell me? Can you remind me? Um, that's one of our realtors, y'all, JoJo Hibbler. JoJo, can you put in the email to myself to send out the schedule for the Section 8 increases to my Section 8 landlords? So you're going to get an email from us. So now all Demisha has to do here, this is what I'm trying to get to. All Demisha has to do is whatever the last name is on her file, that month is assigned to that last name. So for example, my last name is Williams. So every June, I need to ask, for example, Section 8, I need to send in an email to Section 8. This is how easy it is and ask for a up to 7% rental increase. That's it. So Demisha is starting out her Section 8 file at $1,035. And every June, for example, because you got to do it once every 11 months, um, Demisha is going to be able to ask Section 8 for a rental increase up to 7%. All Demisha needs to know how to do is save that reminder in her phone because 10 years from now, she needs to just do it automatically, right? I'm not going to always be here. Like, don't forget we we got to, I, I want to teach more investors to advocate for themselves, but in order to do that, you have to have the tools and know that. So I, I do need to send that out. Um, yep. Somebody said they allow landlords to increase for cost of living because Demisha's, as we're talking about Amazon and we're excited about the, the new development, there is um, a Starbucks not too far away in Ferguson, Missouri that, and this we're talking about there was never no Starbucks, no near. Do you understand? So we have these things coming, but Demisha's taxes are going to go up. How does Demisha protect her cash flow? She needs to ask for a request every 11 months from Section A for up to 7%. We take 7% on 1,035 every 11 months, guarantee it's just stupid, dumb money. So because cost of living is going up, because it's expensive to maintain real estate, she needs to... Um, ensure that she is cash flowing. And it also decreases burnout when you're getting the correct amount of money for your real estate business. Somebody says, can section eight tenants pay market, can section eight tenants pay market rates or do they pay much lower? Oh, that's a good question. They pay market rate comparables. Absolutely. So one of the things that I, that I also like is that let's say Demisha, your tenant moves out, you're at 1,035 and Demisha says, Gabby, I really want to try to get this up to $1,200. Okay, we're going to tell Demisha what to do to get this up to 1200. We can include a washer and dryer. Section 8 increases rents based on amenities. So a lot of times people just think it's like three bedroom, one bath, but how can you add a dishwasher? How can you add a washer and dryer? How can you add a garage? How can you have a paved? How can you add fresh paint? They they actually do amenities um just like you would when you go to a resort or a hotel. How do you add things and the government pays for those things so people can live in awesome rentals? So don't forget about the things you can add to your rental to increase your rent or to request more as well. Cool. Okay. And then go ahead, please. I'm sorry, Gabby. Can I I'm just gonna I'm just gonna make sure that you put this out there too, right? Please. Correct me if I'm wrong. You said once it's section eight approved, like basically it can be renewed pretty easily after that. Yep. So she is now, she inherited a section eight landlord, like license. Like she didn't even have to do, I don't think you did anything. I think we just inherited that. So she inherited a house that was already in the section eight vortex or you, they were already, you were already in their system. So now usually every 24 months, um, it changed a little bit with COVID because i never got inspections. What I see right now that they're doing Demisha is every 24 months, you're going to get a uh, letter in the mail that says, we're going to do a walkthrough of your property to make sure that it's livable and safe. I have Section 8 rentals in St. Louis as well. They've never walked in my properties one time. So I'll get that piece of letter in the mail. I'll show up at my rental. I'll sit outside. Actually, my husband does it. And then he'll be like, nobody came. And then the week later, they'll say it was approved. So because of COVID and lack of manpower, they just were automatically approving Section 8 rentals to stay another two years, stay another two years. But you may get a knock on your door or e not on your door, but a knock on your tenant's door and a Section 8 landlord, they poke their head in to make sure, you know, everything is livable and safe. If it's not, so your tenant could take down smoke detectors. This is stuff Demisha wouldn't know all the way in Atlanta and that you can't do that. You're going to get a letter. Your tenant took down all the smoke detectors. You have to get in there and change them. That happened to my client um, in LA. This is the one time that this was the city of Berkeley. Actually, they're very, very tough. 
we had to go in and put up all the smoke detectors. I actually drove on site. I made a video about it. And I, my client was in LA. He didn't even know it. I went on site and put all the smoke detectors up to make sure he could continue to get his Section 8 payments. So um, you are 100% correct. And um, now that you're already inherited a Section 8 house, you're already considered a Section 8 landlord. You're already in their system. And it's pretty much smooth sailing from here. I love it. So tell us that I want to ask you, you, can you talk to us a little bit? Maybe you've already alluded to it before, before we wrap after a few questions. And I want to see if you guys have any questions for Demisha. What can you explain to us any mindset hurdles you had to get through buying long distance real estate? Was this hard to think like, what if this is not a real problem? Like, what if is, did you ever struggle with any of that? Um, not really because I had already felt the connection. Okay. So, um, number one and number two, I know the Holy spirit is alive and well and present in me too. So I knew that if something seemed off to me and then not only me, but my mother too. So I'm, I'm explaining it to her and she is like, Oh no, it sounds good. And yeah. honestly, for some of the land your lender, I had her listening to some of it too because I think I was kind of transitioning from work to home or something like that. So I had her listen to it and she was like, well, everything sounds good to me. So, um, so I wasn't, I didn't have any question about that. Now, I think when I told my dad, he was like, oh, you're going to be a slumlord, St. Louis. Oh, there's, and I'm sitting up there like, you know what? All right. The devil is a liar. You're done. And I'm not going to talk to you about this ever again. And I have not. So he doesn't even know I've closed on the property, but that's too bad. You know, like he shot himself in the foot. That's too bad. So, but all the other, um, the other turnkey properties that I've, I've heard about working with, and I actually talked to another one, they were in Florida. So I'm not going to shoot down to Florida either. So I didn't, I didn't really have anything to overcome with that other than, um, I had just had to learn that different markets perform differently. So mm -hmm. you have some markets that are growth markets and some markets that are income, you know, producing markets. Yep. So um, as far as mindset shifts though, I didn't really have that to, to conquer. I just knew, okay, um, okay, St. Louis is cash flowing. Mm, that's, that's what we want, come on, I bring that in, yeah, let's go. So I didn't have any mindset shifts about that. Yeah, no, I love it. I want to see if you all have any questions for Demisha. She got a $68,000 property. Uh, her first few months of working with us, she put down 20% of that. Our funders gave her the remaining. She's Section 8 landlord now, so she's guaranteed her money, and she's cash flowing $1,035 with her first door, well under, um, well above the industry average of 7% um, on an ROI. Any questions for her before we give her back the rest of her time? Um, and as she continues to stay connected to us and invest with us, um, any questions for her? Thank you for sharing your story. Jocelyn, Jocelyn says $68,000 is affordable. Have those prices increased a lot since then? That's a great question. Demisha, when did you close? I just closed January 5th of this year. Close, you guys. This is recent. I try to bring you guys, people that just closed. I'm trying to get Baba on the phone. He is closing like in a week. Uh, our next one is with Melissa. She just closed as well. I try to get you guys stories from 2023, maybe late 2022. So she just bought a $68,000 property this year. We closed on Monday with Danielle too, your realtor. She closed Sherry at $57,000 for a three bedroom, one bath. Um, we have another property right now under contract for 69. We have one for 74. We have one for 79. Um, and so what I see right now in the market, um, on Monday, oh, Baba closes. Okay. What I see right now in the market is that houses are still around the price of yours. They are <clears throat> Demisha 60. We got a few seventies. We got some eighties. We got some eighties. I'm not going to hit on the eighties, but we do still have a lot of sixties and fifties, um, that are closing pretty much every other week with us here at the agency. So, um, we like to tell people to be prepared to close between 75 and 85, because that's where we see the majority, but on a good day, like you, when we can get something at 68 or Sherry at 52, or I think Madeline bought one at 57, we're going to pick those up too. Yep. I love it. Any last minute words? Let me ask you this, Demisha, anybody that's on the fence with joining the real estate Bay agency, 
there's two things that I noticed. There's the person that follows me and consumes content for years and years and years, and maybe eventually starts buying with the agency. And then there's the person that has the capital, has the capacity, but lacks the slowdown to actually stop, fill out the form, start the process, and, and then be able to have the results. What would you say to the person that has the cash, has the capacity, but is just so busy, they haven't been able to sit down, fill out the form, and get on a call with us to get the results that they really do want? I'm gonna put it like this. Everybody makes time for what is important and who is important to them. Mm -hmm. So if building passive income is not important to you, mm. keep living. Recession's pretty much gonna keep coming and going. Inflation's gonna keep happening. And that's that. I would hate for you to have that regret that, oh, I just didn't take the time to, to fill out a form. If it's that easy, because I promise you, like at, I think at one point I was getting um, emails from like Redfin and Zillow and stuff like that. And I saw some numbers that I was like, oh, that looks good. And I, I think I sent Danielle a text and said, hey, Danielle, do you want me to send you what I find too? Danielle was like, no, I want you to just chill out. I'm going to do it. And so she, she very, very nicely and respectfully put me back in my place. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, you're right. I, I don't need to be a manager. I don't need to be trying to manage and tech, be a technician and stuff. I need to be the entrepreneur. So mm -hmm. I really need to be acquire passive income. She says she's doing the work. I've paid the fee to be a client. Let them do the work, Demisha. So if it's just as simple as filling out a form, don't, don't let that be the reason why you basically missed your opportunity. Continue to wait, no doubt. Thank you for joining us here on this episode of Keys to Your First Rental. We hope you found these authentic stories from everyday people valuable and inspiring. If you know you're ready to get the keys to your first rental, we want to meet you. Head to www.workwithbay.com. Complete the quick intake form, and our team will review your details and set you up with next steps. That's it for now. Remember, the keys to your first rental are much closer than you think.